worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2564. So Star Wars Visions, right? I thought it might be worth revisiting it because yes, I know we talked about it a few days ago, you know, within the last week. And there have been a couple of other things that have come out about it. And I feel like low-key this is one of the biggest initiatives that Lucasfilm is pursuing this year and maybe, you know, into next year as well. Punch it. Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So the High Republic, right, we're familiar with that one, the big mega interconnected multi-platform storytelling initiative, right? So that thing is happening this year, but it's not the only multi-platform storytelling situation that's happening. But Star Wars Visions is also actually a multi-platform thing as well. So if you'll recall, earlier in the year, there was an announcement about a novel that would happen under the banner of Star Wars Visions, and it's called Ronin by Emma Miko Kandon. And that particular novel was supposed to be released in October. That's yeah, not was supposed to be, still supposed to be released in October. So we know it's coming out in the month following the release of all of the Visions short animated films in September. So here's the piece that we didn't know, but we found out earlier this week. That novel, Ronin, is actually connected to one of the nine short films that's being released as part of the Star Wars Visions initiative. So one of those films is called The Duel. And in talking about this for Lucasfilm, James Waugh from Lucasfilm says, out of all the shorts, the duel felt most rife for an ongoing story in novel, another one of Ronin's adventures. And so we find out that the character Ronin, who is the title character of Ronin by Emma Miko Kandon, is also the character from this particular short film, The Duel. So one of the things that I always loved about the short, this is again, back to James Waugh, talking about The Duel, was that it was clear there was a larger history at play, that this wasn't the first adventure this warrior had been through, and it certainly won't be their last. What are those stories? And so they worked with the studio that produced the duel to get you know more material and more background stuff that they had developed for it, and then they turned it over to Emma Miko Kandon, and she wrote this novel, Ronin, and according to James Watt, it is unlike anything we've done before, quote-unquote. Now, if you are particular about the notion of canon, then you may need a little hand-holding through some of this because I guess maybe one of the ways to think about this is almost like the, the Marvel What If series that just got announced where it's like, you know, what if the Black Panther was Star-Lord, for example, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, there are kind of, I guess, elements 
for that you know, perspective in a way in the things that are being proposed in visions, but you know, not exactly. Like, so the way James Watt puts it, he says, we really wanted to give these creators a wide creative berth to explore all the imaginative potential of the Star Wars galaxy through the unique lens of anime. And he goes on and says, we realized we wanted these to be as authentic as possible to the studios and the creators who are making them, uh, made through their unique process and a medium they're such experts at. So the idea was, this is their vision riffing off all the elements of the Star Wars galaxy that inspired them, hoping, hopefully, to make a really incredible anthology series unlike anything we've seen before. And so they're not beholden to the timeline. So you could almost consider these legends, not in the old expanded universe kind of thing, but legends in the sense of perhaps, say, the legends of Luke Skywalker, for example. And so when you hear the description of the novel, you kind of go, oh, all right, because it you know, almost sounds like you could pick some elements out of the way things canonically unfolded, if you will, or you know, maybe the way things used to be in previous Legends texts that are now considered Legends or that used to be the old expanded universe. This is what the, the book description says for Ronan. The Jedi are the most loyal servants of the Empire. Oh, yeah, right? They're already, you're kind of like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Two decades ago, Jedi clans clashed in service to feuding lords. Sickened by this endless cycle, a sect of Jedi rebelled seeking to control their own destiny and claim power in service of no master. They called themselves Sith. All right, so kind of intriguing, yeah. The Sith Rebellion failed succumbing to infighting and betrayal, which kind of sounds like the Sith of Legends, right? Which led Darth Bane to do the whole rule of two thing. And once the rival lords unified to create an empire... Or, and the once rival lords, excuse me. But even an empire at peace is not free from violence. And, you know, you hear that and you think about the Galactic Empire, which was at peace to some degree, but it was also certainly not free of violence and violence actually conducted by the state itself. So, yeah, some interesting parallels there. And it goes on to say, Far in the edge of the Outer Rim, one former Sith wanders, accompanied only by a faithful droid and the ghost of a less civilized age. And apparently the internet is very excited about this droid because it's wearing a comically large straw hat. And yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. I can't wait to see <laughs> see how this actually you know plays out myself. Um, weird, I know. Um, he carries a lightsaber, but claims lineage to no Jedi clan and pledges allegiance to no Lord. Little is known about him, including his name, for he never speaks of his past nor his regrets. So you know the term Ronin. You know I that I don't know if that's his name or if that's just you know a, a term of art for this particular character. Um, his history is as guarded as the red blade of destruction he carries sheathed at his side. As the galaxy's perpetual cycle of violence continues to interrupt his self-imposed exile, and he is forced to duel an enigmatic bandit claiming the title of Sith, it becomes clear that no amount of wandering will ever let him outpace the specters of his former life. But there's a little more that Candon provides in one of her quotes. Um, she talks about how you know this is based on the sort of period dramas and in Japanese culture and that they are particularly aligned with depicting samurai as protagonists because, and this is from her, they're suspicious of samurai as a class and our ronin falls right into that trope. I had to ask how this man rejected or was rejected by his social rule and why he continues to cleave to it. Why does he still carry that telltale red blade and why does he hunt his own, unquote. So, 
you know, from hearing the description, the Sith Rebellion failed, and I guess Ronan's particular response to it was to go far off into the Outer Rim to just be in exile and stay away from everyone. We don't know what the rest of the Sith Rebellion folks did or anything like that. And the fact that he is, you know, on his own, but still apparently keeping to the ways of the Sith in some regards, so that's what, you know, she's kind of indicating, but that the idea of him hunting his own well you know maybe that has something to do with the bandit that crosses his path but maybe not maybe there's something else there I don't know for me at least when I read this and you know read a little bit back more about the duel which you know there isn't much about it that's been shared just yet but this to me actually sounds like one of the most intriguing Star Wars storytelling situations that I think we've encountered in a long time I really enjoyed the Legends of Luke Skywalker even as you know, we tried to parse it because it was part of the whole, uh, you know, the um, the uh, journey to the Last Jedi situation. And so I was like, what has Luke been up to? And trying to understand what was fact and what was fiction in that. You know, it may not so neatly apply to a story like Ronan, but I got to tell you, this to me is one of the most fascinating potential projects for Star Wars coming up this year. And so I'm really curious to learn more about it. And I'd love to know if you are too. Like, is this an intriguing project to you? Like, let me know wherever you happen to catch the show and there's a comment section or at home base for the show at sw7x7.com. I'd love to hear from you. And that is where we're going to leave it today. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.